Welcome to League Talk, the official podcast of the league. You know me, you know him, you know us, you know the league. Let's get into it. All right, so here we are, uh, episode two of season three already. Now we're getting into it with the uh, NFL season kicking off on Thursday, less than 48 hours from from some drama with, um, you know, the, the Bucks are going to absolutely destroy the destroy the Cowboys. But so I'm doing bad already. But how are you doing? Uh, Beans is glad to be here, man. You know, it's we've come a long way. Year three of the, the podcast year four, I guess now of the league or this version of the league. But also, it's kind of its own inaugural year because we have, you know, two new members, Tommy Bones and Brad. So it, it's really kind of like freshman year of high school all over again. You know, you kind of don't know what to expect. Uh, but, you know, I'm hopeful and I'm excited for the future of this league and where it's going to take us. But, you know, without further ado, I think it's uh, time to discuss uh, the most important thing. And that's uh, we're post-draft now. So... We are looking forward to uh, week one, which you said, you know, starts in two days. So so going through the, you know, before we get into the, the matchups for this week, just looking at, um, you know, let's let's look at the divisions. We have Seahood West Side and conversely, Seahood East Side. Mm-hmm. Um, you and I are in, in separate, separate different different divisions here in West Honestly, Side. I cannot remember years past. I don't know if this is the first time or if it's like we were ever in the same division. I feel like, I think last year we were in the same division, correct? Correct me if I'm wrong? Yes. Yes, we were. So, yeah. I mean, real quick, division preview. In the West Side, you got Thomas and Friends, which is me. North Horse, Chris. Jonathan Taylor, Thomas 2.0. That's Jack. Camara Chameleons, that's uh, Max's team name now for like the third year in a row. And probably the best team name in the league. That's Hockey Pro 69 and AB. And your division, we're looking at the Martians. Marzi, of course. Yourself, Buffalo Bones. I love that name. Tommy Bones, uh, the Flandrews. Brent, you got to change that. And that, that joke's kind of run its course, if you ask me. And then South Jersey, fourth and Shalong, that's Brad. It's a long uh, team name. Yeah. I mean, I feel they're kind, kind of even. You know, you got me and Chris, you know, perennial powerhouses on one side. You and Brent, perennial powerhouses on the other side. An interesting mix of the other characters. So, you know, I, I really think there's a good balance. I remember last year it was like – me, you, Brent, and maybe Chris, if I could be wrong, all in the same division. Like, it was kind of insane. It was like, you know, the NBA Western Conference for all those years, you know. Yeah. We yeah. Very I mean, it, it, and then we were all kind of, you know, fighting amongst ourselves for the limited playoff spots. And then the other, the other side kind of coasted its way to the final. But, uh, you know, I think there's a good balance. What, what, what say you? I mean, it's definitely, it's definitely balanced. Um, What's interesting is I'm going to be playing Brent three times and you're going to be playing Chris three times because with the added week, we added 
the the, the rivalry week. So I, I just kind of, I mean, I've always known I'd be playing Brent three times. It's interesting. You'll be playing Chris three times. And I wonder how many people will be playing. Four potentially four times, I might add. We it's four times? Uh, I'd say potentially four times, I might add. If our four, if, you know, fortunes aligns that one of, we meet in the uh, the playoffs, preferably the championship game. But Sure. I mean, that, that would just be, that'd be a lot of content. Um so here's an interesting thing that I noticed on the app. It gives a, I think this is new, but at least on the website, it gives it playoff percentage for each team, like I guess playoff chance. I was just going to say, I've never seen that before. So you actually are by far the least likely to make the playoffs. By far, which uh, I don't quite understand. And what I also don't quite understand is it gives everybody, it gives nine out of the 10 teams a greater than 50% chance of making the playoffs, which I'm not, uh, you know, a mathematician by any means, but doesn't that not make sense? Well, you've, been pissing off. you've been you've been chirping Matthew Berry a little too that's much. That's true, but actually, I take that back. It does kind of make sense because sixty percent of our teams make the playoffs. I just realized not fifty. Right. Uh, so I guess as I guess sixty would be kind of standard. But even that, only me, Bones, Jack, and Max fall under that sixty percent threshold, and. You have the second, no, I'm sorry, third, fourth highest. Third, yeah. Fourth. You have Brad, Davey, and, and Chris are all above you. Chris is 77, Davey, you're 70, Davey, 71, and Brad. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wasn't loading. I, I went to a different uh, thing for a second. Um. I don't know. I think it's full of shit. I'm not going to put too much behind it. Hey, for, for the record, it gives me the lowest odds, but then if you click on the final standing projections, I'm projected to finish seventh. So, you know, that, that, that doesn't really make much, make much sense. Who knows? So do you want to um, very, very, very briefly discuss your power rankings post-draft? Uh, I mean, uh, you listen, you have my... My thoughts are in the are in the uh, on the blog post. So you know, if you're interested, check out the blog post at mustbesunday.com. You know, I kind of deep dive into my feelings of everybody post draft. Uh, it has to be updated, you know, because there have been some moves made in the past week uh, that I think really benefit some teams and some. You know, I have to play with the rankings and stuff. But I'll post the new rankings post week one. Um, but say just really quickly, if I had to, I would probably move myself up a couple notches. Obviously, I had myself as ninth after the big trade for Jalen Hurts. I think I'm more in the middle of the pack. Um, I think I probably knocked down. You know, I think I'd at least supplant myself above Mac, uh, Jack, and uh, Jack and Max. Uh, so I, you know, like I said middle of the pack. Those guys would probably fall back a little bit. Um, no big injuries to discuss really since the, since the power rankings, of course, it's the latest power rankings. Uh, so, you know, nothing really changed on that front. So I, you know, I don't, I wouldn't expect, uh, in the 10 days or so since I published, uh, those power rankings much changing really. And then before we get into this week's actual matchups, just usually we do this at the end and I, I think it might make sense to do it before we talk about each team. 
the uh, recent activity. So since the draft, um, I mean, you dropped Ben Roethlisberger, Roethlisberger, added Cam Newton. Cam Newton got cut. You have since, I imagine, dropped Cam Newton, right? Yes, I have. And you also added Deshaun Watson. Yes, I did. So if you were a quarterback in the NFL and you get added to your team, something something bad's gonna something happen. Something bad usually happens, yes. Um Brad added Baker Mayfield, who, you know, okay, dropped Quez Watkins. And the reason he did that is because he traded you, Jalen Hurts, to mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts. Something, you know, I hope not, but like I don't know. Um, and you gave him Devonta Smith. This trade was vetoed within like 15 minutes and it happened during like regular business hours and everyone was working, which is pretty impressive. And then Brad got very mad in the group me. And I, I think partially because it happened during the workday and people didn't feel like arguing and went through immediately again. And I mean, I didn't veto, I vetoed the first time. I didn't veto it the second time. Um, you know, I, I think if this happened on like a, like a Friday night or a Saturday afternoon, it would have been an even bigger thing, but it, it didn't work out that way. So good job on timing that. Um, and I texted you, and I believe you said Brad initiated that, right? That is uh, that is correct. I was sitting there with my work from home spot on uh, was that Wednesday, Wednesday afternoon, and I get a nice little text from my man Brad saying, uh, you know, Jalen Hurts is available. So you know, I kind of counted off. Right? I took a look at my team, what I was willing to part with. Uh, you know, I I don't put a, a huge emphasis on quarterbacks. Everyone knows. Uh, since clearly I was the last one to take one in this past draft. Um, so I decided, you know, I'm not going to touch, you know, my starting lineup, but pretty much anyone on my bench, and I made that clear to Brad, anyone on my bench was available. And, you know, I was kind of hoping I would suck him into Devontae Smith because being an eagle homer that he is, and, you know, he took the bait. So we, we quickly came to an agreement, times were set, Signed, sealed, faxed with delivered to legal offices, and uh, you know, quickly got accepted and then vetoed and then reaccepted, and then all hell broke loose. So, but yes, uh, to answer your initial question, Brad did initiate the uh, the initial uh, trade discussions. Got it. Yeah, that was quite the uh, you know, that that's something that I really don't see the downside for you, and I can see. You know, if uh, who, who's Brad's starting quarterback? He has his current starting quarterback is no, no, that's Thomas. Uh, forgive me, I had it for a sec. It's uh, what team? Oh, he's got Kyler. So, I mean, like, like I said, Jalen Hurts is a poor man, I think it's a very poor man's uh, Kyler. You know, they kind of have similar styles, both. Nope. Got an ad playing as I click on Brad's team. Damn ESPN. Um, you know, there, there's really not any scenario in which a fully healthy and a fully available Kyler Murray, you're ever going to start Jalen Hurts over him. So I can see why he'd be willing to part 
uh, with the Jalen Hurts, you know, in order to upgrade his flex, you know, one of his starting flex spots, as you so well. So, I mean, I, like I said, I, th- I think it's a pretty even trade. Um, interestingly, though, he does now, and he adds Devontae Smith to go on top of his Jalen Ragor. So he's got two, the top two now wide receivers, I believe, on the Eagles depth chart. Um, so, you know, that, that's interesting. That's something I never really like. I never like playing two receivers on the same team. They kind of take, you know, catches and targets away from each other, but I guess, you know, the Eagles are going to stink this year, so they'll be passing a lot. So there'll be plenty of, uh, wealth to be spread amongst the two. And, and, you know, biggest news of the week is AB added Darnell Mooney. So <laughs> I actually am not going to lie. I was, I was eyeing Darnell Mooney. He was, I just, I didn't think I had a spot from him on my bench, but I think he's, a, I think he's going to be a worthy contributor for the, uh, the bears, especially once uh, Justin Fields gets into the, uh, the, the starting lineup and they really open up that uh, their offense. Cause you know, Andy Dalton friend of the program, although he stinks. So stinks. And he didn't respond to your DM last year inviting him on. So that was, Oh fun. yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, um, totally forgot we shot him a yeah, shot in the dark. He ab- uh, absolute, yeah. he big leagued us. Yeah, um, maybe you know we'll get we'll try to get some get we'll try to get some other notoriety, you know. Well, we can get uh, newest Baltimore Raven Le'Veon Bell. Who I saw uh, Max was quick to uh, pick yeah, him up. Yeah, Max was quick. He dropped Rashad Penny, who everyone's had in fantasy, and keep an I, eye out for Brent on that one. I'm telling you. He's going to want to – oh, no, you have Chris Carson. I think that's I, I do, yeah. I got to – I mean, I just don't really feel like dropping anybody on my team right now because I think yeah. it's pretty good, but we'll see. Um, and I don't know who has Latavius Murray, but that's actually a huge story. Is he Yeah, could, no, I don't think anyone has Murray, but whoever has Alvin Kamara just is doing backflips right now. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Le'Veon Bell, I've Gus Edwards. Obviously, we kind of went into that extensively last last week. Um, oh yeah, I you know, whatever. It, it whatever happens, happens. You know, no, to no fault of your own, to no fault of anyone. Besides, I, mean, I guess Max, Max was just faster than me, so whatever. All right, let's get into this week. And first, I want to get into what would normally be. I mean sort of a I don't want to say one-sided because anything can happen each week but you know Chris would always be you know I think a pretty heavy favorite over AB but AB's team is stacked as you discussed mm-hmm. um this should be a good one um you know this is actually Allen versus Mahomes so that's fun um it's, it's DeAndre Hopkins versus Miles Gaskin in the RB wide receiver battle I mean how it doesn't get much more Titanic than that matchup, if you will. I mean, but yeah, you know, and interestingly, these are actually projected. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm projected higher than Chris. So this is the highest and the third highest projection of the week. But AB is the slight betting favored, 123.8 to 119.7. And I think, you know, you hit the nail on the head, as you, as you said. You know, normally under any other circumstance, you know, in a normal given year, Chris would be the favorite, just, you know, playing the historical matchup, but 
2021 is anything but normal, as we all know. And AB came prepared this year. And I, I like I wrote in the in my my pre or my post draft mock uh, power rankings, AB is now a number one team for the reason for a reason. Uh, and Chris is actually coincidentally my number two team in the pod or in the in the power rankings. So I just think you know AB's team is really has no holes except I guess tight end. I don't love TJ Hawkinson. I don't know why he was going as tight end like five. Yeah, that would be no. It, it, but, you know, besides that, Mahomes, Derrick Henry, James Robinson without Travis Etienne is going to be a beast. Hopkins, Julio, Jerry Judy, Raheem Mostert, Ravens, Tyler Vance, fuck kickers, you know, whatever. It, it's just, there's just nothing, no holes. Michael Thomas will come back eventually and, you know, he'll, he'll just, it's just it's just an all around good team. I don't I don't know how else to put it. Yeah, I don't I don't really see a way AB doesn't win this, barring any you know anomaly performances from someone on Chris's team, which you could always get from like Aaron Jones or something. But I really mm-hmm. don't like David Montgomery. I really don't like Juju. Um, David maybe- Montgomery's got a tough matchup against the Rams. Uh, Josh Allen has a tough matchup against Pittsburgh. Uh, Damian Harris, who I think is going to have a big year, but Miami is probably not the be- the easiest team to run against. I think this could be this. I I I got AB by ten, by fifteen. Yeah, by by twenty. Um, although I I really don't like Julio. Um, at least to start the year. Jerry Judy's Jerry Judy, but um, yeah, AB. Maybe by a long shot. Um, All right, we'll, we'll be moving on to next. Let's do uh, Thomas and Brad. That's a fun one. This is a fun one. I purposely, I purposely get plays, uh, set this matchup when I was doing the the uh, the schedule making uh, for week one, just as a kind of way to indoctrinate everybody or these two specifically into the league. You know, going against each other. No, I have. No idea where this where this matchup is going to go. I have no idea, you know, really how these two seasons are going to go. I've never done a fantasy league with either Brad Thomas. I like you both, but you know, I'm I'm like a a virgin on prom night. I don't know, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what what's going to happen. Uh, something is something's <laughs> going to happen. Hopefully, something good. Um, so it, it's very interesting that, uh, well, I guess it's not interesting. I'd probably freak out if he wasn't, but he's starting in the flex Devonta Smith over Jalen Rager. So mm-hmm. uh, he I think that makes that. sense. Uh, um, looking at the team. So Brad is a very slight favorite to win by less than 2.4. Right. It seems like Barkley's got the, uh, the green light to go this week against mm-hmm. Denver 425 game. That's weird to me. The Giants and Broncos are playing at 425, but whatever. Um, yeah, that's you know, that does not say that does not scream America's game of the week game of the week to end me. You know, Teddy Bridgewater versus Daniel Jones. No, thank you. I'll uh, I'll pass. Yeah, you know, I uh, I'm really liking. I'm really liking Brad's team here. Kyler's Kyler Barkley. If he's playing, you know, even if they, even if he's at 75% or he's getting 75% of the workload, 
mm-hmm. know, that, that, that's, that's, you know, that's Austin Eckler. Um, Chubb, I love, I think Keenan Allen is going to have a great year. Robert Woods is always very good to great. Well, not great, but very good. Um, Robert Woods is consistently like a top 20, 25 wide receiver. Like he, he's a serviceable wide receiver too, which one of the, I'd say one of the top half wide receivers too is in the league. Um, and, and for, as for Thomas, uh, you know, Najee Harris is this year CEH. Um, I think it'll be better than CEH. Team. I mean, I think he will be and he should be because he CEH should be the all really around. Bad. Yeah, he should be the all around back, whereas there's too many weapons to feed in, in Kansas City. I think Najee Harris steps right in and really just supplants himself as the, the all down, like the Le'Veon Bell workhorse a couple years ago. I mean, the, he, he, he should. The, the kind of the thing is that he, he got him, uh, you know, Justin Jefferson's going into his second year. He's obviously, you know, the clear mm-hmm. cut wide receiver one, but like, you know, Kirk mm-hmm. Cousins, uh, T. Higgins, there's some competition T. Higgins there. Higgins kind the of the same exact, yeah. Um, yeah and the I exact mean, same thing as Justin Jefferson, besides from being nowhere nearly as good. Um, there's a lot more established players on Brad's team. I, I really, you know, I'm going. Yeah, Brad too many. Strongly. I got to go. I I will also go Brad. Just I do touched upon too many question marks with Thomas's team. You know, Mike Evans going Thursday night. I don't love the matchup. I think the cow. I think one the Buccaneers have too many weapons that the ball is going to be spread around quite a bit. Um. And the cat, I think the Bucks go up early in that game and really kind of just run the ball a lot. So I think it'll be a tough night for Mike Evans, just out of nowhere. But yeah, and then too many question marks like Austin Eckler coming off a major injury, Najee Harris first ever game, no no idea what to expect. How will he be limited with touches? We don't know. You know, T Higgins coming into his second year. Uh, Noah Fant is questionable. I don't even know if he's good. But he's questionable. I can tell you that much. Uh, Chase Edmonds, I, I, I don't know. He's going to be the feature back for the first time of his career. And then look at his bench. Just not much depth. If you wanted to plug and play someone, Odell's hurt. DJ Chark's hurt. Philip Lindsay is, I think, the backup in Houston. Could not be sure though. Uh, Naeem Hines is the backup. Marquise Brown. Uh, if you're a receiver on the on the Ravens, you're not even worth playing. They just run for 250 yards yep. a game, pass for 45. So I mean, yeah, I got it. You just you touched upon it. Brad's team is more established. I got to go, Brad by Brad by eight in a low scoring game in a in a low scoring affair because I think uh, Brad's team will tr- will struggle too. Saquon. Uh, well, actually, only Saquon is going to struggle, but he's your running back one and your first round pick. So, yeah, I, I could see this being a pretty a pretty low scoring game and a pretty Brad one ten, Tommy Bowen's ninety eight. Yeah, I'll say Brad by fifteen. I, I agree. I don't think Mike Evans is going to do anything. Um, T Higgins, there, you know, Tyler Boyd is still there, who's you know not bad, and they have Mark Chase now, so. I think they may be trying to figure, you know, Joe Burrow is going to be 
figuring out what he wants to do wouldn't it just could be an ugly game and um you know Graham right. Gano stinks let's uh let's move on here the next game I got is the Martians visiting Camara chameleons that's uh Ryan and Max for you uh real quick Ryan is the favorite 117 to 111 oh Max projected only 111 that's easily the lowest score projection of the week I wonder what that is someone hurt do you have someone who's playing who's hurt um no, no. Mac feeling's questionable but everyone else on his team doesn't have a red nothing I I don't really get how you can start Mike Williams like there has to be somebody better on the waiver wire than Mike Williams but mm-hmm. I don't know we'll uh, we'll get into it um Ryan starting Melvin Gordon. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah, this is not the running back matchups you want to see. We got Melvin Gibson and Melvin Gordon, and then Kamara and Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt's the backup. He's a very good backup, but he's, he's a very good. I granted Kareem Hunt is like a top fifteen was a top fifteen running back last year, but you know it's very unpredictable the amount of volatility a backup running back will give you. I mean, some weeks he went five touches, other weeks he got 35. Like, it's it's, it's, it's insanity. Max is also doing the crazy and rarely seen starting tight end as a flex. And not only is that just any tight end, it's a rookie tight end in Kyle Pitts. Granted, his first ever game. First ever game. Uh, Just... I, I don't know. I, maybe that's why Max's team is so lowly projected. I mean, Rodgers, Kamara, Cream Hunt, Calvin Ridley, Thielen, Mike Williams, who's touched upon, he's going to stink. Uh, Steelers defense against Buffalo, they might score a negative 10. Possible. Yeah, I got to go Ryan. Just looking at the matchups, I got to go Ryan in this one. I got to go Ryan too, but I really don't like Melvin Gordon there. And again, like I'm kind of, there just has to be somebody better out there, but yeah, I mean, if there's not hit my line. Oh, I'm looking at Ryan's, uh, Ryan's running backs. They uh, leave a lot to be desired. Justin Jackson, Gio Justin Jackson. I didn't even realize Justin Jackson was on LA now. Oh, I'm sorry. He was on uh, Washington. He came from LA. Gio Bernard. He's just got like the quintessential. Backup no, no, he's on guys. LA. They're playing Washington. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That's what I thought. Uh, Speaking of Washington, though, Ryan's going Gibson and Gibson. McLaurin. And granted, those are two very good players, but no, yeah, I mean those those are the only two obvious. Well, uh, also Devontae Adams, but every week, you know, those are going to be obvious plays, and Gibson and and McLaurin, I believe, but. Uh, you know, I gotta give, I gotta give Ryan the edge at. Actually, actually, no, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna change my pick. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go Max on this one. I'm gonna change my pick, and I'll tell you why. Why? Calvin Ridley's gonna have a day. Yeah. Calvin Ridley's gonna have a day. Put up thirty plus and bail out Max's. Otherwise, pretty mediocre team. But I think he's got the running back advantage, you know, Kamara and Hunt over Gibson and Gordon. Uh, and it, he's very clearly got the tight end advantage. 
Darren Waller over Mark Andrews, although Mark Andrews is a decent player. Uh, but then I see Deontay Johnson versus Kyle Pitts, and I and now I'm thinking that that'll be a huge mis, uh, mismatch in Ryan's favor. Bucks versus Dallas, Steelers versus Buffalo. Hey, you know what? This, this might be like uh, – Pick them. Yeah, this might be a pick em. This might be uh, like uh, – was that Georgia on election night? Too close to yeah. call? I think both teams – are not going to have a good week. I'm going to go Max because they're going to let Russ cook. And I think Gibson is going to score two touchdowns, one of them are receiving touchdowns. That's, uh, you're looking at Ryan's team. You're looking at Ryan's team. You said Max. Yes. Oh, right, yeah. Make that clear. Yes. So you're, so you're officially you're declaring Ryan's going to win. Correct. Bye. Okay. Bye. You know, we, we can't. I'm going to, I'm going to stick to my guns. I'm going Max. We can't agree on everything, and, right. and like for the reasons I said, Calvin Ridley. But then I got to Then I see Mike Williams versus Terry McLaurin. Ah, no, I got. I, I got to go Max. I'm still going Max. I don't know why. All right. just, I, I just think, Rid, even if Ridley has a big game, Mike Williams is going to score four points, and Kyle Pitts. He's a tight end. It's his first game ever, and if Calvin Ridley has a big game, Kyle Pitts kind of can't. So that's a fair point. It's a fair point. Like, like the only way Max wins is through. Is, Matt, is there anyone? I think Matt, I think Elijah. Well, Elijah Moore is a rookie, but he's supposed to be a very good rookie. Henry Ruggs is terrible. I don't know. Max would drop him to be honest. He's got to will fully suspended. Yeah, Max. And Le'Veon Bell is on the practice squad. I don't even know why you're wasting your time with that. Yeah, you know what? I now. I'm flip-flopping again. I, I got Ryan by 20. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. All right. I Let's... think more. it's more that Max's team is going to struggle. Understood. All right. Two uh, more. Let's do you and Jack, your roommate. Yeah, me and Jack. So, actually, real quick, funny story is when I was setting the lineups or when I was setting the schedule, I told – I gave – Jack, his choice, I, there was a little collusion, I'm not going to lie. I gave him his choice of who he wanted to face week one. And he wanted to come, he wanted to come after, you know, one of the top dogs. So it's me visiting uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas, Thomas and friends at John. I just realized there's two Thomas or Thomas in both their names. Um, but I'm the slight favorite. Eh, Meaty, medium favorite? I don't know. Six points? Yeah. 6.1? Is that is that medium? I'm getting a touchdown. I mean, I'm, I'm favored by over a touchdown. But, yeah, I'm sorry. I mean, I'm talking for, for diverting for too much. Um, well, you got Paris Campbell, so. <laughs> I was just more I, – I literally, I read an article. I had, I had the spot available. I wanted to upgrade my wide receivers after moving Devontae Smith. And I read an article that said, you know, Paris Campbell is, is going to be good. And I was like, you know what? Whoever wrote this article, I forgot already. But uh, if Paris Campbell wins me this league, I will send you a bottle of wine. You have it on record. All right. It's being recorded, hopefully. Um, as much oh. as I hate Josh Jacobs this year, I I really really don't like Mike Davis there at all. 
Jamar Chase first game, exactly what we spoke about Cincinnati. Um, even Jonathan Taylor, there's some questions there. I, I, I think you win this week handedly. Um, 15, 20. Vikings defense against uh, Jamar Chase and the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, Cook. Yeah. Cook. I, I saw I saw that matchup. So I direct. So every year in my draft, I do whatever defense. It just has the best week one matchup as my final pick. Because I always just, you know, play the waiver wire, play the matchups for the defense spot. So I saw Vikings at Cincinnati. I was like, "Heh, yeah, that's an obvious one." Um, but yeah, I mean, I was projected originally in like the one fifteen range, but then I moved. I made them. That was Matt Ryan, though, when my starting lineup. Do I still have Matt? Oh, I do still have Matt Ryan. Okay, that was when I was starting Matt Ryan who was projected for, like, 15. Jalen Hurts is projected, like, a solid, like, 21, 22. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think I clearly have the the better running backs, which – and Dalvin Cook might run for the – across the entire state of Ohio against yeah. the Cincinnati Bengals defense in that game. Um, my real – I think my really only – tough decision is who I'm going to start in that second flex between Henderson, Galladay, and Josh Jacobs. But I have Henderson and Jacobs in right now. They're both slightly projected out to outscore Kenny Galladay, uh, who the more and more I think I think about it, I think I screwed up by taking him in that draft. I think there was like Juju was available. Um, some other good wide receivers I don't know but yeah you know, I mean what to it teach their own I guess um I really think the only way Max beats all right I'm sorry Jack beats me is if Tyree Kill has one of those games yeah. which he's always capable of doing you know with the Chiefs but of like 200 yards and three touchdowns like 45 points or something crazy other than that I think I got Jack pretty, pretty handedly. Uh, I, this may, I may put out an early blowout warning. Might be doing it. I, you know, I'm going to make it official. I'm going to put it, the game has any zero, zero right now. I'm going to put it out. This is a blowout possibility. You know, it's absolutely a blowout possibility, but I also think this could blow up in your face. I, I do think you're going to win, but I think. On paper, you looks a lot stronger than Jack. I will tell you, you I'm no very fan, worried like, about Josh Jacobs. Very so, worried no, about Josh Jacobs. You, well, you should be worried about Josh Jacobs, but you know you might get nothing from the tight end. Chris Godwin is exactly what we said about Mike Evans, um, except he's a little bit worse. Um, I think Metcalf is rock solid. Henderson, if he does nothing, if CEH continues to do nothing, and if Jalen Hurst throws for one or two interceptions, you could find yourself in quite the hole. Um, you know, it's. I also have a lot of questionable guys, I just realized. I have four, four in my starting lineup are all questionable. Clyde, Daryl Henderson, Godwin, and Jacobs. I, I, I haven't read anything that will make me think none of them will play, but uh, – 
I'm going myself 136, Jack 117. I win by 19. Yeah, I agree with that. I think you're going to win by 20. But if you don't win by 20, I think you're going to lose by like 10. Because the bad case, the worst case scenario is that I said will happen and Tyreek Hill will do what you said. Well, you know, I'll have like a thousand yards and 15 touchdowns. Um, I don't think that'll happen. But if you don't blow him out, you're going to lose, in my opinion. So So let's move now to Sunday Night Football's game of the week. Uh, We got the defending champ. I should start by saying a, uh, a championship. Uh, what's the word? Championship rematch. Rematch? Yeah, that's the right word. Opening week, just like that uh, Broncos-Panthers uh, week one, opening game when we were in college. I forget what year that was, but right after the Super Bowl. Uh, so let me just give my quick insight before I let you dive in. We have, obviously, I'm talking about the Flandreaux at Fiends Court. Uh, defending champion Flandreaux are the slight Slight by the slimmest margin possible favorites, 118.1 to 117.9. Uh, Brent's out here starting the triplets, Press Dak, Zeke, and Amari Cooper to go along with Joe Mixon, AJ Brown, Cooper Cup, Goddard, DJ Moore, Broncos D, Justin Tucker. Beans, you got Herbert, McCaffrey, Carson, Sanders, Stephon Diggs, Robbie Anderson, Tyler Higbee, Gus Edwards, Antsy, and Greg the Leg. Uh, looking at it real quick, this is another one way too close to call. I actually I need a couple more minutes to analyze this, so just give me your thoughts real quick. I mean, I have Christian McCaffrey, so I'm probably going to win. Yeah, it's always... Yeah, it's kind of my main my main take there. I don't love Miles Sanders there, and I do think there's a decently good chance that between Gus Edwards, Miles Sanders, and DeAndre Swift, one of them will not be on my team come Sunday. Is all that Ooh. I'll say about that. Oh, uh, what are you? Is that a little hot stove? A little so, hot stove? A little preseason hot stove? We're talking sneaky stove. Can you um, can you expand upon that anyway, or? There are some teams that really need a pretty good running back, and they'll they'll pay a lot. Um, Let me, can can you can you disclose who you're eyeing in return for one of those, the one of those backs? Uh, some wide receiver depth, very Makes deep, sense. very deep depth, like the Pacific Ocean. Um, <laughs> um, I, and I'm not. Like I said, I'm not married to having Miles Sanders there. Um, I'll, I'll think about Swift, but, you know, just looking at the matchups. Um, honestly, maybe Callaway because I might as well start him before Michael Thomas gets back, but I might want to give him like a week or two to, you know, see what the vibes are down there. Um, but I'll tell you right now, I think this game gets decided in the flex matchup. DJ Moore versus Gus Edwards. I'll tell you that right now. I think QBs, Brent's favored. Running backs, you are greatly favored because I do not love Zeke or Joe Mixon. I think they both have tough matchups going against good defenses. And both those games, they could go down early and disappear in the second half. 
Whereas, as you touched upon, McCaffrey is going to destroy the New York football Jets. And Chris Carson against Indy, I think he'll get a solid 15 there, at least. Maybe a touchdown. Um, wide receivers. Dig, uh, Diggs, Cooper, Robbie Anderson, I, Brent slightly. Although Robbie Anderson, Robbie Anderson's going against the shitty Jets defense. Higby over Goddard. I'll give you that matchup. I think Higby's better. Broncos and Pats. I think that's a wash. Kickers is a wash. Yeah, I mean, I really got. I think it really gets determined by the role Gus Edwards plays in the Ravens defense come Monday. You know, Gus Edwards has never been a feature back. He's never been a 15 touch guy a game. Um, but come Monday, he's he will be. So if he if he's productive, if he gives you you know, a hundred scrimmage yards and a touchdown. I think you got this. And conversely, I don't really, you know, if DJ Moore has, has the potential to explode against the Jets, it's again, it's another one. It's going to be too close to call, but, but I'm going to go you. I'm going to go you because, like I said, I think your running backs play a much bigger role and get much greater volume compared to Brent's running backs on Monday, or on Sunday or, you know, I'm sorry, this, this week. And I, I mean, I did reach for Chris Carson a little, little, little early there. I mean, it wasn't a terrible pick, but um, you know, things. I'll tell you right now, I, if you took him what first pick of the third round. No, fourth round. Oh no, third round, third yeah. round. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say he would not have made it back to you by, I have I have confirmed reports that he would not that Brent would have taken him and I would have taken him not not with the picks preceding you but on the come around so like he would not have made it to the end of the fourth round if you were if you were targeting him so and I needed a running back and he makes my team look better so it made sense but you know things generally do work out for me fantasy wise and otherwise so I'm I'm pretty confident that he's going to be uh you know I, I think he could be the steal a steal of the draft not the steal but uh, you know. Yeah, I, I'll say me by by five, just because it's me versus Brent, and those are never those are never easy. Those so, are never easy. Yeah, I'm gonna go you by three, two, one twenty-eight, one twenty-six. <laughs> nope, one thirty-nine, one thirty-seven. Nah, that's that's no. I take it back. One twenty-eight, one twenty-six. What I had at first. That's a solid, solid week for both of us. So it's before we go, is there any player on any roster that we've spoken about that you think the owner is going to regret starting the most? Like what's the most glaring? Regret starting the most. Um, I mean, the most obvious one just right off the bat is Melvin Gordon starting as Ryan's running back two. Not even like in the running back wide receiver slot or the flex slot. He's just straight penciled in as the running back too. Granted, he doesn't have many other options. And I'm starting to think that that is the potential trade partner you had previously discussed. Um, but like I said, that's pretty obvious. So if you want my unbiased fantasy mind that won me this league before, where I see things that not quite everyone else sees before else sees, 
I think, um, give me a sec to just go through everybody. Um, I think I think Chris is going to have a disappointing week from both Montgomery and Miles Gaskin, both going against very tough match, uh, very tough run defenses. And I'm not sure how much either plays into the passing game. I think, you know, Montgomery's more – don't they have Cordero Patterson who's like their third down back, receiving back? I don't know. The Bears are weird. I don't know much about them. But I don't think – I think Montgomery and Miles Gaskin both score under 10. Yeah, I don't think that's a stretch. For, for me, I think Kyle Pitts – especially at the flex, there's just been so much hype. And like, I, I don't see a way that he doesn't score like, like five, like 5.7 points, like first game going to do it. If it's not him, I think it's Josh Jacobs. I think he is bad and he's in a bad system for him. And there's like a lot of, a lot of stuff mm-hmm. working against him there. And like I said, if he has a bad game, you're not killed right off the bat, but if he he's going to have a bad game, mm-hmm. and if – I mean, I don't even know how to say this without making it sound like the most obvious thing in the world, but it, basically if you lose, even if, you know, Jalen Hurts throws for three interceptions, like you have to start Jalen Hurts because you have to do that, you're going to be the most mad at Josh Jacobs, you know, assuming he scores less than – 12 points. No, of course. I agree. And I think I mentioned it in the matchup when I was discussing the matchup. Josh Jacobs is definitely my biggest question mark and my biggest concern going into the season. I mean, he gives you nothing in the receiving game. I really try to avoid him at all costs going into the draft. And as I wrote in my power rankings, I got played. I got played by Beans's little book of secrets. You know, we were there in the fourth round. I saw I needed I had already two running backs. I had taken one receiver. I saw that Godwin was available and then Jacobs, Miles Sanders, DeAndre Swift were available. All in so I knew those were I knew in some order that those were gonna be the next four picks. So I figured let me get Godwin now because you were gonna probably if I didn't take him there, I felt you were gonna take him. And then, you know, you were going to have to take whatever wide receiver I didn't take, which I think was like Cooper Cup and maybe Robert Woods. I forget. But let me lock in Godwin now, and I'll take between whatever wide, whatever running back you don't take between Sanders and DeAndre Swift, who I don't love either, but I love them both exponentially more than I love Josh Jacobs. And I got played because I did not prepare for a scenario in which you would have taken both of them, which you did. So that's why Josh Jacobs on my team. So thank you kindly. Dean's book of cigarettes. All (laughs) right. Is there anything else you want to discuss? No. Uh, Just real quick again. So we have it on the record. I have me, I have AB, I have you, I have Brad, I think. I think I took Brad. Yes, I did take Brad. 
Did I? Yes, I. I'm. I'm. No. Honestly, a fadeaway took in this game. We'll have to listen. Uh, and I have Ryan. I have. Sorry. I mean, I, I think we're. I we we deferred on one game. I already forgot what the game was. I think it was me. I think it was. Jeez, I went to the league history to look at something, and now I'm in 2018, and I can't get back to. Okay. Um. No, no, wait, no, no. I had, I had, Ma- I had Max over Ryan. That was the discrepancy. Because I, okay, I had Ryan. Because Ryan, because Calvin is going to save Max. Yep. Okay. So. But I have no idea why I took him. I really have no idea what I took in the Brad Thomas game. You took Brad. Sounds. That sounds right. Yeah, you took. Yeah, that sounds right. No. no. Yeah, you I took Brad because the more established players. Yeah, I definitely took Brad. I just, I just. Keep seeing Saquon Barkley, and I just – I don't know. I Now, the more I'm talking – the more I think about it, the more I'm going to talk myself into Thomas, but we don't have time for that. So I'm going to stay with Brad just for now, just for the record. All right, so we will uh, we'll see what's going on starting uh, like 45 hours from now. Yeah, so uh, that wraps us up for week one. Uh, you know – We'll try to get some some guests going on during the during the week or during the season. Uh, you know, just keep the content flowing. And uh, with that, all I have to say left is uh, go league, go league. All right, awesome.